Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. Today's episode was a Q&A where we answered four questions that got sent to us through social media. Question number one, what are the top three ways to motivate yourself after having a few weeks off? Question number two, would you ever consider taking steroids or performing enhancing drugs? Question number three, do I need to work out every day? Question number four, do you have cheat meals? That was in the back half of the show, and in the front half, we spoke about our nutrition, training, and relevant events. All right, enjoy the show. All right, big man, give me an update on your week. Tell tell me tell me what's been happening in the life of Bradley Dapper. Oh, what's what's been happening in the life of Bradley Dapper? Oh, what isn't happening, mate? Now, I um, training's been going really well. I forgot how good I feel when I train every day. Uh, I used to do it a lot like six or seven times a day, I'd obviously would miss some times if I was sore, like really sore, or if something were, I I couldn't get to the gym or whatever. But yeah, just like going in there, practicing the skill of the deadlift, the bench and the squat has really got me even more excited about getting some big numbers on those big three. Um, Not that I wasn't excited before, but this this time I'm just I'm feeling pretty good. So my hill elevated squats, I did 110 for I think three, two or three. Um, deadlift was 150 still, <laughs> and my bench I am going to be doing tonight. So like last week I did some more spotter style and that, and I haven't hit. Um, I'm going to go for twos today. So we'll see, we'll see how we go with that. But again, that's only like 110. So I don't, I'm benching the same much as I'm squatting. This is how bad I'm at squatting, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been good. Um, on the weekend, had Mother's Day. So shout out to all the mums whenever they hear this. Uh, we went to Handorf, which is like a German kind of vibe when you when you go up there and we went to, I think it's Haus or yeah, it's some, some German name for, for breakfast. Really nice food and played some mini golf after. So, nice. yeah, because it was like, oh, what are we doing for Mother's Day? I'm like, can we do like something like adventurous or just an activity to involve everyone instead of just going out for, for breakfast or lunch? And mom's like, yeah, do some mini golf. I'm like, yes, definitely. Let's do that. Head, that head that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Look, we didn't score because um, there was like so many people there. I was like, oh, we could score. And then, yeah, we had the little ones there that are, that are quite young uh, and uh, like my sisters, my sister's kids. So one of them, I think about three or four rounds in, nah, see you later. Don't want to <laughs> play anymore. <laughs> and they were climbing up on all the, the different mini, the mini golf things and stuff. So that was pretty funny. No hole in ones for me, unfortunately, but I think a lot of other people did. But it was good, man. It was good. Something different. I haven't got to score that stuff. Hey, <laughs> just that. Just the adult should have scored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Family bragging rights is a big deal. It is. <laughs> it is. It was either that or we played Monopoly. So, and uh, uh, your nutrition with your training. Do you think your training is feeling good because you're eating more? Yeah, probably. Most likely. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, I've 
I've just taken it, not taken it, put pulled the brakes off. It's just like I haven't I haven't ate around like that maintenance for a while at like a long, long while. I'm either doing like a little sprint or if I or I'm bulking. I haven't taken the advice of myself of just, you know, just going about all right, what am I actually what do I need to maintain my body weight right now? And it seems around between that 32, 3,400 calories at the moment, which feels good, which feels really good. And uh, yeah, you're surprised how much food you can eat in a day. So mm. yeah, you appreciate it a lot more. So I'll probably do this. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't put a time limit to how long I'm doing it. I'll see how, see how I feel, but maybe in the next month or so, I'll do like a, a long cut, not again, so, not, not putting a time on it. <laughs> so, so it's just the mindset shift of now you're focusing on strength and the numbers in the gym. Whereas when you then transition into a fat loss phase, that mindset flips of, okay, now I'm not overly stressed about my performance and things like that. I still mm. want to hit good numbers and try and match numbers, but my focus now shifts away from the gym and onto fat loss. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's uh. I try to do them both at the same time, um, but I know that I'm, I can't hit big numbers if I if I'm depleted. It's all yeah. It's also like you're in the gym, and then your 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 mind and your brain is just like, oh, you're not fueled up enough. Like you you might hurt yourself right now, and you can psych yourself out. So yeah, it's it's been pretty important to all right, let's let's fuel my body for performance, see how I go and. Yeah, it's been good. Like I've just been at a nice stable weight of around 95, 95 96, um, which is I think where my body likes to be at without having to track any like food and stuff. So that's been it's been really good to just take a break from I guess dieting because like I said the other week, it was probably since I think August last year, I was like 101, 102. So 96, so six or seven kilos. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Now, I've just got the cap behind my fucking laptop. <laughs> I wondered what was making your thing shake. <laughs> oh, mate. This is Ash. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's my situation right now. It's been, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. Yeah. What about you? Uh Training's going well, so I'm progressively getting stronger from week to week. Uh, that's probably coincides with me progressively eating more from week to week, um, getting in, <laughs> getting in as many calories as I am. So I bumped them up again. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm now at 4,300 calories a day. Now, if you've never eaten 4,300 calories a day, trying to eat that through whole food is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, struggling, struggling with getting food in a little bit. It's, but hey, I've been saying that for a while now. Um, so that's what you I'm, decided to do. Go, go, like yeah, yeah. I'm up. gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna continue on. So, I think where that came from was, obviously, I went down to to Sydney and was seeing all these amazing shredded bodies, and I was like, uh, maybe that's what I want. But it was just like a recency bias thing. So, like, that's what I was seeing. So I was like, oh, mate, that's what I want to look like. But no, it's I, I want to be like really, really strong and a little bit bigger at the moment. So if I carry a little bit of extra fluff, then so be it. And it's winter um, as well. So yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, the weather here, I live on the Sunshine Coast. It is not the Sunshine Coast. 
Like, oh, really? <laughs> the, the weather forecast for the next week is a hundred percent chance of rain every single day. Like, it is it is relentless. Like, uh, there there will be flooding for sure. Like, with how much rain is forecast, there'll be there'll be more floods. So, yeah, La Nina can fuck off, which is the weather cycle that is lingering around and causing heaps of rain. She can she can go do one, but. Yeah, coming into winter, you'd probably be wearing more clothes anyway, so it doesn't matter if you're carrying a bit of extra fluff. The only thing I notice is that my recovery in between sets is a little bit more difficult. <laughs> but uh, Why is that, do you think? Because oh, I'm carrying five extra kilos and what I was mm. at the start of the year. Mm. So I'm, com- I'm comparing it to then. So just carrying more weight, it's, it's expensive tissue, whether it's muscle or fat. So it's, it's harder for me to recover in between each set. So... I wasn't noticing it when I was having like two minute rest periods or three minute rest periods, but when the rest periods are like sixty to ninety seconds, <sighs> sucking in the big, sucking in the big ones in between in between sets, especially when it's like that um, high rep range, that ten to twelve rep range, and a slower tempo. Like some of my sets probably last a minute at the moment with how slow my tempo is. So everything's just really trying to chase the pump really so get a good squeeze in the muscle like if i'm doing a a bench press for example i'm really focusing on bringing my elbows in together and getting a nice squeeze in my chest so i'm really trying to feel the muscle engage throughout each rep and make sure that i'm putting lots of tension on the muscle throughout all ranges of the rep so yeah training's going really well though i mean i did 10 pull-ups with eight kilos attached to me today so yeah nice fine yeah so that's that's pretty good but yeah nothing else really exciting to report there eating more lifting more (laughs) (laughs) that's what that's all you can do really hey so unfortunately go on and unfortunately my uh now this is this is where the, the scale can really mislead people so unfortunately my weight on the scale has gone down now, I say unfortunately because I'm trying to gain weight, but if you look at all the other parameters, I now fill my sleeves out more. My, my shorts, whenever I squat in my shorts, they don't come back down, so my, I would assume my thighs are bigger. Um, I'm remarkably stronger in the gym. Um, so the fact that my weight has gone down probably five, 500 to 500 grams to a kilo this week, it's like, who really cares? And mm. if I wasn't if I wasn't saying it here to you, then no one's gonna know exactly what I weigh. And if someone was to ask me, I'd be like, "Why do you care?" Like, it's completely irrelevant. All it is is my relationship to gravity. Like, so it's because people want to compare where they are oh, to man. where you are. It's, That's it's, all it it's, is. It's crazy. That was the thing that came in when you said before ninety five, ninety six. Straight away, I went, "Oh, I'm not ninety." 92, 93, and, and, and are about the same. Like, it's just, it's a comparison thing. Humans want to compare to other humans, but like, don't do it. Like, it's, it's, it's so hard toxic. to do any, that. Yeah. The, only, the only person you should be comparing to is yourself. Everyone's got different genetics, different lifestyles, different makeups. Man, the, the conversations I have around the scale with some people, mm. sometimes it's just like, stop weighing yourself. Like, seriously. Stop weighing yourself and focus on the other metrics. Like you're reporting better strength. You're reporting your clothes fitting better. You're recording being um, fitter, faster. You feel better. You've got more energy, better mood. I mean, one one data point out of those seven 
isn't going the way that you like or it's staying relatively similar, just yeah. relax. Hey, like <laughs> look at the other look look at the other data points. Like there's so many other data points. Yeah. Dropped a whole dress size, like or a whole pant size. Yeah. Anyway, for sure. that was a bit of a, nah, was a bit you're of right. it, it's yeah, it's it's a hard one because that's that's how we kind of we want to fit in a certain like group with people of like, okay, well, I weigh this much, I'm this height to get to where I want to be, that person's like weighs that much. All right, so I got to put in these hard yards. And it's like, yeah, you can definitely compare yourself to other people. But yeah, what like you were saying, it's probably best to compare with yourself. Now, the only caveat that I would say with doing that is if you're maybe a little bit older, so you're like in your 40s, 50s or something, and then you're comparing to what you were like in your 20s, maybe that's not the best comparison because... Obviously, you're, you know, you got another 30 years on you and uh, you probably aren't that as agile as you used to be. So then it can be like, okay, maybe I can not so much compare, just be like, all right, see where everyone else is at. Like, what are the other 40, 50-year-olds doing at the moment? And can I better myself than I was maybe like a week or so ago, not like 20, 30 years ago? Because that's where you can get caught up and you're like, okay. Obviously, because we're only like, well, I mean, I'm in my 30s, you're just a little bit shy. We haven't experienced that yet. So, but I, I have like heard from other people of like, oh yeah, but if I compare to what I was like back, like when I looked at myself when I was like 20 and stuff, I want to look like that. And it's just like, okay, let's just see where you're at now and see if we can just improve on where you're at now, not where you were like 20, 30 years ago. Cause you can get, mm. get caught up in that. Why don't I look like this? Cause no doubt, maybe when you were like 20, 30 or whatever, and you're like 40, 50 now, and you'd be like, looking back at pictures and like, what did you feel like back then? Maybe you were like, oh, you're compared to other people back then. Mm-hmm. So it's like just, yeah, perceptions of it's a big one. Like even when I look at myself when I was like in my 20s, 22, 23, big boy, I was like, damn, I didn't think I looked like that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, but that was just that confidence that I had as well. So yeah. That just just one little caveat that I want to say. Uh, that's 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 another point too. People are saying to me at the moment, like because I am a relatively bigger human, I get a lot of comments of, "Oh, why do you want to build my muscle, or, or why do you want to be bigger?" The exact piece that you just said there is the reason why. So the reason why I'm wanting to put more muscle on my body and gain more strength is because I know that that will decline later in life. So the more bricks that I can put in the wall before it starts to crumble, the better because it'll take longer for the wall to crumble. So I'm not, I'm not training now for like my ego of getting bigger. I'm training now for like 40, 50, 60, 70 and thinking like long-term big picture. 80, and 90, 100. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, knows, who knows where science will go and how long we'll be living in 50 years time. Like t- touch would we get there, but yeah, like who knows? So... Yeah, that that that's a that's a big part of the reason why I'm trying to get stronger and bigger at the moment is that longevity aspect. And the the more bricks I can put in the wall now, the more the gap will widen from someone my age can that doesn't train compared to me now. So right now, a, a 28 year old male that doesn't train probably doesn't look too much different to me. Like I know I'm a little bit bigger, but that's about it. But you add ten years onto that, mm-hmm. I'll probably, I'll probably the gap will widen more. You add another ten years, and the gap will widen more. 
another 10, the gap widens even further. It's that, that one degree one of mil, angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One degree of angle and it just gets further and further and further the longer you go. So I'm looking to separate myself from my peers at the ages of 40, 50, 60, 70 and doing things that they, they can't do. So that's a big part of the reason why, because I know that it's inevitable. Like, you're not going to continue to progress forever. If that was the case, I'd be squatting 600 kilos by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're, this is a shout out to all the 20, 30-year-olds. Like, do it <laughs> so, yeah, you, you're feeling good when you're 30, 40, 50, 60 because we're probably going to have this same conversation when we're in our 30, uh, late 30s, early 40s. We're like, should have started back 10 years ago, but yeah. best, the best time would be now. Yeah. Sure. No time like the present, so so start now. Like think think long term. Like a a lot of our generation thinks really short term. So with everything that they do, so I'd like to think we're more bigger picture kind of guys. Speaking of bigger picture, Elon Musk acquiring Twitter. Now he's a beast. I am a huge Elon Musk fan. Hey, I just love yeah. the guy. Like he puts his money where his mouth is, and he just does shit now if you're one of those people that is like i don't like elon musk he's got too much money how did elon musk get so much money because he created things and invented things that people want to invest in so he created products that people want to buy so he helped hundreds and people he also employs hundreds of thousands of people so if you're complaining about elon musk i'm pretty sure he's donated the most money to charity out of any person in history too so if someone wants to go, he's got too much money and too much power, please. <laughs> we need please. billionaires. We yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah. That's what creates jobs and stuff. Well, billionaires also make economy flights cheaper, cheaper. In, in, in flights. So <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Gotta thank I, them. <laughs> I, I, I love that he I love that he bought Twitter and he's all about free speech. Now I may eat my words in two months' time if he comes out and he um what's it called, screens things that go on and, and removes things from from Twitter that isn't to his value. But at the moment, he's saying free speech, let it fly. Mm. I'm all for that. I, I don't know where you stand, but... Yeah, exactly. As long as it's not threatening people and stuff like that or child abuse. Yeah, I'm all for the free speech. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 100%. I, <laughs> I love that he did that. Like, <laughs> I, was already an, I was already an Elon fan, but then when... Yeah, he put put a poll up about should he buy Twitter, and then just <laughs> went 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 through it. And Twitter Twitter shares have gone through the roof. Really? Yeah, it's like so, forty billion or something, wasn't it? For it was forty four billion. Forty four so. billion. Imagine That's just it. having that lying around. Yeah, yeah, no worries, I got you covered. <laughs> uh, I watched an interview with him, um, like right before I think he was about to do it, and I think it was like a TED TED interview, and he's just like, "Oh, are you going to acquire Twitter?" He's like, "I could." I've got it <laughs> like this <laughs> and the man did it. The man pulled through. It's just like, wow. I mean, like I'm not really on Twitter. Like I have a Twitter account account. Um, I know you, you like to use it a little bit. I only use it for Instagram posting, posts. Posting, yeah. yeah. For posting things <laughs> and then flicking over to Instagram. I do, I do follow a few people on Twitter though. I used to follow Donald Trump before he was removed just for some of the lunacy that he would post. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he's not, he's not going back. Because he's yeah, yeah yeah I heard so oh, interesting I'm I'm in, I'm interested to see what happens with with Twitter and everything that happens there over the the next few months but yeah, yeah Elon putting big balls to put your money money where your mouth is like forty four million a uh, billion dollars billion. worth like billion oh. that yeah. is 
like the difference between uh, like a million and a billion is just ridiculous. Like the seconds, eh? When you look at it from like one million, it's years, years worth. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 absolutely crazy. So forty four billion. I couldn't even. <laughs> like, what do you do with like? What do you do with that? You buy, money? You, you, buy you buy Twitter. Twitter. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do. Because I know uh, what was it? Instagram, Facebook bought Instagram for one billion, uh, which was like a steal, and Twitter forty four. 44 billion <laughs> that's crazy man yeah, it's crazy <laughs> the oh, other well. the other the other interesting acquisition was um google bought fitbit when did they do that so, uh this was a month or two back yeah right but i find that interesting because google make a lot of their money through advertising right so by getting the data from fitbit of people wearing something on their wrists and seeing how active or inactive someone is, you can probably market to them better. Now, mm. I'm not sure where I stand on this about them having as much data on us as possible. And the reason being is because I think I would love to be marketed to better, like of things that I actually want to buy. But I also don't particularly want them to have all of my information. I mean, if they wanted to, they probably could. Who, who knows the power that they have? But yeah, I thought that was an interesting acquisition was, was Google getting Fitbit. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. wonder what they're going to do. Like what was their reasoning for it? Just I, more. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. And that was another billion dollar sale, I think as well. Oh yeah. It would be for sure. Yeah. So Fitbit's also just got, uh, just got recalled. Oh, really? So yeah, apparently the battery um, was like heating up and was like oh, burning burning yeah, people's wrists yeah so there's like there was a huge recall like so many million on fitbit because yeah it was burning people's wrists <laughs> do you know what's funny no. i'm wearing an apple watch and i do sometimes get like a red mark on my on my wrist as well do you get yours or what do you wear garmin nah nah do you wear yours yours to bed Nah, i wear my aura to bed yeah yeah i only wear my aura but no, I don't have a mark. I have a terrible watch tan, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I try and switch from <laughs> left to right. <laughs> try and get that tan going. But yeah, no, sometimes I, I get like a red mark. I have to change it here and there. So no, it's got to be get, from I there. don't get one of those. Mm. Yeah, you'd think so. But oh. yeah, huge recall on Fitbit. Now I'm not trying to tarnish Fitbit, but yeah, I just find that interesting that they had a faulty battery and it was burning people's wrists. Where do you stand on uh, on on wearables? Are you a big fan of people wearing step trackers and stuff like that? Or are you like, yeah. it's in, in, inconsequential? I mean, it depends on the person. If they're not going to use the data, there's no point. Some people just think, uh, like I, I honestly got uh, my Apple Watch for a stopwatch <laughs> just to time clients' rest periods. An expensive stopwatch. <laughs> it's a very expensive stopwatch. But I'm like, oh, I mean, it's good for telling the time as well. And then I saw the power of the step count. Because I usually would check my steps through my phone and sometimes I wouldn't always have my phone on me. So that bumped it up by like three or 4,000 where I thought I was like, oh, I'm low today. Whereas really, if I just wore it on my wrist, I'm adequate, I guess, 
<laughs> so I, I love them, man. Like I love them for the step count. Um, I don't enjoy them for the calorie burn because they can be quite inaccurate with that. And people are like, oh, look, I burnt this many hundred calories. And this is like, no, nah, they could be off by well over 50%, even more, some, some of them. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust them for that. Who knows what the, the, the newer models are going to be like. Um, but again, it's more like I wouldn't worry about too much about how much calories you burn. And if you want to eat back your calories, that's, I wouldn't suggest doing that because it's just, it's just too many calculations you need to do in a day. <laughs> just like just hit your step, step count and then just control what's coming in. That's minimal variables you need to worry about instead of, Oh, I burnt this many calories during this workout. Now I can have this extra many calories throughout the day. Just like, mate, don't even worry. It's uh, it's pointless at the end because you you would yeah they they're pretty. I wouldn't say faulty. They're just very inaccurate when it comes to tracking how many calories you you're actually burning in a day. What do so you? Th- what about you? When you, I, I I love I love it. So my Garmin's great. My Garmin actually looks like a watch, which I like because I don't like the look of the, the the smartwatch. And literally all I use it for is to tell the time and for steps. I have turned every other feature off. That That's all that I want. Um, in terms of their accuracy, they're going to be consistently inconsistent. So they're going to be consistently the same. So they, you're wearing them on your wrist. It's it's how much your wrist moves. So yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about the the accuracy of the step count in terms of calories burned i find it ridiculous that people put so much stock in calories burned so when you're let's say you're trying to lose weight and your calorie deficit is equated for the amount of exercise you do has been factored into your calorie deficit so by you burning calories and then eating it back it, that's already been factored in that that calorie burn regardless of whether it's 200 calories or 700 calories it's been factored into your caloric deficit so there's no point of eating back calories burned for people that go into group classes and in the group classes, they're comparing calories burned. All I can do is shake my head. Like <laughs> it, I, I don't know how, even how it factors in calories burned, whether it goes off heart rate heart compared rate. to the size of human or it does. I it mean, goes off it's, heart it's, rate. it's so highly inaccurate. I mean, I've got an extremely low heart rate. So I'm assuming my calories burned wouldn't be that high because my heart beats at a slower rate than most people. So like what's a beat at? So my resting heart rate at night goes down to like 38 beats per minute. Because yeah, usually at night your heart rate drops. How low do you get at night? So yeah. my lowest heart rate was 47 last night, but average is around 46. So my mine average is around 40, but yeah, I've got as low as 38 and. I think I even had 36 once, which that's that's quite low. That's like yeah. one beat every two seconds. So Yeah, that is quite low. I might be like Farlap. Who knows? <laughs> I want to get that check, mate. <laughs> um, how about we uh, get stuck into some questions? Q&A. Let's do it. Question number one. What are the top three ways to motivate yourself after having a few weeks or months off? All right, motivation. The old motivation, eh? It's uh, it comes and goes, doesn't it? So after a few it's, weeks uh, lo- off, yeah, it's like the ocean. It comes in, <laughs> comes in, comes in waves. Comes in waves, exactly. Uh, yeah. The thing with motivation, you got to really 
understand what actually motivates you. So are you intrinsically motivated or are you extrinsically motivated? So are you going to go to the gym because you love yourself, you enjoy how you feel, you get satisfaction from the gym, which is intrinsically, or are you going because you want validation from other people with the way you look? It's, it's a, it's a balance really. You got to sometimes like some people can be really intrinsic or extrinsic. So I'd really like put it to you of like first find out how you actually are motivated. They do say in the research that intrinsically uh, motivated will be better for the long term because you're not worrying about other people. So it's that whole concept in psychology of the locus of control. So if you uh, know that you're in control of your actions, that you will um, continue to get better results long on the long term. So my my top three would probably be uh, start small for one because action will then lead into motivation and it's going to be like the smallest of small things. So even if it's like a 10 second walk even or one squat on the couch, because that will then be like, Oh, that, that wasn't so bad. Number two, know that you're in control of your actions. So the reason why you're not going to the gym is because you got other priorities. So know that you're in control. And then the third would be do something that you enjoy. So sometimes people, may think that they have to go to the gym and absolutely destroy themselves. So I wouldn't take that tactic at all. I would just be like, okay, I want to go to the gym. And maybe if it's only like something like I enjoy, like even going for a bike ride in the gym or um, doing some mobility, or I don't know who likes to do mobility, but uh, <laughs> doing something fun, even a class that gets you going, gets you motivated because you will know how you felt after you did that exercise. So that would be my top three in a kind of roundabout way of how I went there. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be mine. So I totally agree with your first one. Start small. And that could just be drinking a glass of water. So when when that's like ticked off, it's a sense of accomplishment. And by being disciplined in doing something, that will in turn build motivation. So when you accomplish a task that you set out to do, that will be motivating. So I, I like this to start small. It could be drink a glass of water. It could be eat an apple. It could be, as you said, do a squat on the couch. It could be go for a five-minute walk. Like anything, just start small and then go from there. Second one would be think about me. So for me, I am not motivated to train every single day. Now, I am a passionate health and fitness professional. So if I don't even want to train every day, then it's highly likely that you're not going to train, want to train every day if you're not as passionate about health and fitness as me. So if that's the case and I'm not motivated every time, then it's totally normal for you not to be motivated. But what makes me go is discipline. So remind yourself of that going, wow, even, even he's not motivated, but he just turns up and does it because that's what he wants to do. And the third thing would be remind yourself of your long-term long-term goal and or ask yourself, would future me be happy with this decision? So if future, if you ask a question to your future self and it's on the lines of, oh, will I be okay with just laying here on the couch and watching Netflix for the next two hours instead of going up and having a short workout in the gym? 
if the answer to that is, yeah, I'll be totally okay with it, then don't go to the gym. Who cares? But if that answer is no, then that will probably be motivating to get you up and going to the gym. Otherwise, if, if the motivation is gym related, take a pre-workout, have a cup of coffee. I mean, that'll probably give you a, a, an initial spike in energy, which could be motivating. You could watch some inspirational or motivational YouTube clips. I mean, if, if that works, it works. I mean, but yeah, motivation comes and goes. You want to be disciplined. So start small, accomplish a task by being disciplined and accomplish that task that will in turn build motivation. But yeah, the smaller, the better, especially if you're struggling yeah. with that because a whole hour workout can seem quite daunting to someone. Whereas if you just say, I'm just going to do like even 10 squats today, I'm good. And then be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then the ball's rolling, you've done the action, then motivation will come after the action and then more action will come. And then that'll create small habits, which will lead into bigger habits. And then you've got them there. And then when your habits aren't there, that's where the discipline comes in as well. So good point. Snowball effect. Yep. That old snowball. Okay. Question number two, would you ever consider taking steroids or performance enhancing drugs? I personally wouldn't. Um, I never really thought people took them. Like I was quite oblivious to all these magazines and bodybuilders that had massive physiques thought that I did it all natural because that's what they said. They take these supplements and and you'll, yeah, the fibers. take these supplements and you'll be jacked like me. So I took the supplements and I wasn't jacked like them. Uh, and then I'm like, uh, then I realized, well, heard on the grapevine that uh, they were obviously using performing enhancing drugs. And I guess it had a quite a bad name to it as well because the media likes to spin a lot of stuff and saying, oh, it's bad for all this kind of stuff. Whether that's true or not, whether they died from other, other things, obviously the big, big bodybuilders, taking enormous doses, um, not coming off cycles properly or having massive amounts of like growth hormone and stuff could probably be detrimental to their health because it is actually enlarging their organs and everything. So I've just stayed away from it. And I'm glad I had people that I listened to and looked up to that were natural and getting their take on it first and actually being like, okay, this is what a natural athlete looks like with good dedicated, you know, 10 years worth of, of training under your belt. Plus you can look like this and, and it's a good physique and it's a physique that I wanted. I never wanted to be massive, like, you know, Ronnie Coleman and all, all those kind of guys. Arnold was a good physique, but again, he took steroids. So it's like, I probably can't get massive like Arnold, uh, but I can get good enough to where I know that over time I've done it myself. And I haven't, I would like, if you're taking steroids, you're obviously going to get that a lot quicker. And I think for me, I wanted to know that I can get to my top physique without having to use performing enhancing drugs. It, it's kind of like a cheat code, but I'm not saying that people aren't putting in the hard yards to get to where they're at. Cause you may have known people that have taken steroids before and they look like absolute shit. You're like, yeah, yeah I did a cycle. Like, bro, you don't even look like you lift. And there are other people that haven't taken it and actually lift. And that's what they can be like because genetics play a big role in it. Hard work plays a big role in it. Um, Proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper training, all these factors. The 
steroids is just that little bit on top just to you can make a lot of mistakes to be honest like to if you were to take them so yeah i just i didn't want to take them because i wanted to get to a point where i know that i reached my my potential or upwards of my potential without having oh you know yo you just took steroids and stuff it's easier for you kind of thing so yeah that was that was my take on it what about yours now, mate? Uh, for me i'm not going to say no like you i am currently lifetime natural but i will i will never say never who who knows so where i stand on it is where do you draw the line in what is performance enhancing so let's say with the rise of parabens and plastics and whatnot that my test levels absolutely tank when I'm 40, 50, 60. And there's pretty strong evidence that the testosterone levels of the average 18-year-old male nowadays is around the average testosterone of a 50-year-old male from 30 and 40 years ago. So testosterone levels are on the decline. Now, if I'm at a place of poor health and I can take some testosterone to have myself feel better or whatever it may be to have myself feel better and improve my quality of life, then yes, maybe uh, I will consider it. But at this present moment, I've got no inkling to take steroids or any performance enhancing drugs to improve my physique or performance. But if it comes down to improving my quality of life and let's say uh, I feel like absolute garbage and can't do the things that I want to do because my test levels are absolutely tanking, then I would probably consider it, but not just for a, a bigger physique or to run faster. So to run faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, run faster, jump higher, move better, be more explosive, like anything like that. Like I'm I'm talking like like sports and sports performance side of things there when I'm saying run faster. It's just a very generic way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, that, no, that's a good take on it. Look, look, no, no right now, but look, never say never. So never who, know, who knows where the technology will get. So there's, there's things like, like stem cells now. There's, there's a fair bit of stuff coming out around some stem cell therapy. And look, if it's proven to be relatively safe then, and it can improve my quality of life, then why not? Or maybe a peptide. Let's say I was to badly roll my ankle and a peptide could have me back to my normal quality of life in four weeks compared to 12, then... I might consider it, but no, not at this point in time. I don't plan on getting injured. I'm not playing any sport, so mm. and I'm not real phased on my physique. So, yeah, we'll know if no. you do as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, but ne- never say never. And yeah. I would, I would never judge or think any less of anyone if they decided to do it. It's your body. I'm pro-choice. Do whatever you want to do. Mm. So, yeah, it's when that people are taking them and then telling other people that oh, they're natural. Oh, yeah. That is, misleading yep. misleading others. Yeah, that that's 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 really bad. To 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 give someone that this is attainable naturally when it's totally not. And it's usually to make money through some form of supplements 100%. or something like that. Or they're tied but, in but, with supplement sup- companies and stuff oh, and it's just like, oh yeah, I'm natural. Yep. But really you or, can take a steroids like, come on man. Or I girl, will call like, this person <laughs> out right now. The liver king is about as natural <laughs> Oh, he, he is he is the most unnatural human on earth. Unless unless they had trend trees and you could plant D bowl and grow it from the ground. He is ridiculous amounts of growth hormone and 
if anyone genuinely believes that the liver king is natural, they have got rocks in their head. He would walk onto nearly any bodybuilding stage at his age and win, but he's not doing it because he is not natural. <laughs> Fucking liver king. Oh, shit. <laughs> that bloke's a character. Short as. He's, he's a, he's... <laughs> so, so I heard that he, he makes um, through, through marketing and supplement sales on Amazon a million dollars a month. So he has a lot of in incentive to lie about his his him being natural. Like there's a huge money incentive there. Just be like, hey, I'm natural. This is what you can do. Take my supplements. So yeah. that's like with a lot of people yeah. that they'll um, even pay people to do you know the twelve week transformations and stuff. Like get them when they're at their prime at the show. Take the pictures then and be like, oh, can you get fat for twelve weeks? And then yeah. we'll take your after pictures and then we'll just swap them around. These are the supplements that you took. Boom. Done. Yeah. Don't worry the, like the, that, the, mis, the, mis, the misleading of people through lying about whether you're natural or not or whether you've taken performance enhancing drugs is is not great. Like that's duping duping people is horrible. So mm. that that's the only time I would judge someone for doing it if they're if they're lying about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question number three. Do I need to work out every day? You don't need to work out every day. We would prefer that you be active every day though. Um, and active meaning just maybe gardening, housework around the house, getting get your steps in. Um, if you were to work out once a week, that'd be great as well. I'd, I'd like to see that a bit higher, like upwards of maybe two or three. But you no, know, you don't have to work out every day and no one's, no one's pressuring you to work out every day really, are they? So if you feel if you want to work out every day like this last week i've worked out absolutely every single day and i felt great um obviously i'm eating sufficient calories so it's when you're it's when you're getting into i'm going to work out to burn calories so if i'm not working out i'm not burning calories that's the mindset that you don't want to be in because you're now associating if i didn't work out today i've i haven't burnt any calories so I'm going to get fat because I'm now, and then what happens is then you start eating shit because you're like, oh, I feel bad about myself because I haven't eaten, cal uh, haven't worked out. So I'm just going to like, I'm just going to get fat from, from nothing. It's like right now we're burning calories. Right now uh, we're burning either fat or carbohydrates in our system. Working out, depending on like how fast you're going, using the glycolytic system. So it's burning more carbohydrates unless you're like in ketosis, so you'd probably be burning fat. But yeah, no, you don't need to work out every day. I can pretty much just say I agree with everything you said there. <laughs> I, I, th I, th I think you should be active every day, but mm. I don't think you should work out every day. So I encourage to all of my clients that rest days are a part of the program. It's to uh, not to give the weights a rest. It's to give your body a rest so you can recover and give more performance at your next session. So you, you, you can work out every day, you but can. I would say that you, yeah, <laughs> you can, you can, you most, you most certainly can. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want to do, but I would say that it would likely hinder your performance cumulative over one, two, three, four weeks. Your performance would suffer over time. So, because you're not recovering sufficiently. So yep. you, you most certainly can. I would, I would urge you to stay active. And like you said, Gardening, housework, mowing lawns, um, <laughs> you love going mowing for a lawns, walk, 
kick, kicking the footy with mates, going to going for a swim at the beach, like all of these things are, are active, and and I would encourage you to do that. This is why I like set targets. It it, mm-hmm. it encourages people. It gives something to accomplish at the end of the day, and it it, it keeps you active even on rest and recovery days. Yeah, for sure. So, and when I say that I've worked out every day, every day hasn't been a hard 60, 90-minute workout. Like some, some of them, I've just gone in there, I've just deadlifted or I've just squatted or I've done some mobility because that sometimes just getting to the gym, it's, it's just a habit. And it's just like, no, I've just gone to the gym. It's just a part of me now and I'm not even having to think about it. And some people need that. And, and that's fine. And sometimes you may not feel like going to the gym. Maybe you go in there, do a couple of sets and you're like, actually, no, I feel all right today. And then continue on with your workout. Other days you might go in there, you're like, do a couple of sets. You're like, no, nah, not feeling it today. And that's fine. Go home. But it's like, you don't have to work out every day. For some people I know they're like, if I don't work out, I'm going to lose all my progress. But you know, you don't get the progress in the gym. You get the progress when you're resting and recovering and sleeping and stuff. So it's a, it's, it's a balance. So you got to find out what your psychology is like and then work towards that. You're like, if you know that you can't miss a, a day at the gym, well then yeah, go in there, just do like one or two and then get out and that's fine. But if you're hammering yourself, like doing these uh, classes that are just like high intensity, absolutely every single day. And then you're wondering why you're not either building muscle or, uh, losing weight or you're just sleeping like shit it's like maybe because you're doing too much and maybe those other days it's like okay maybe i won't go into the gym and smash myself maybe i'll go into the gym and do some mobility or even just go onto a bike and and just be surrounded by people because i know sometimes people would rather go to the gym than go home they're like i i've had a massive day at work and it's time to get off some steam because I'm stressed as fuck. Like the last thing they want to do is maybe go home uh, to their family. Like if it's a bad relationship, (laughs) but some, because some like they, because the mindset may be, I'm at work all day. I'm answering to people. I'm not my own boss or whatever. I'm, I'm absolutely stressed. I've got so much shit on my plate and then I have to come home and then I've got to be, I've got to put food on the table or whatever. And it's like, the gym is my sanctuary just for me to just to deal with everything else. And that's fine. So I wouldn't say just skip the gym or whatever. I'd say maybe just go there and just, just be calming and do some mobility. Some even just yeah, like, up. Yeah. That was my suggestion. I was going to say, go in, do, do a yoga class, do some mobility, like move your body, mm. but just, just don't beat it up with grueling workouts every day or anything like that. So just to reiterate, we're encouraging you to move your body every day. And if you're one of those people that wants to go into the gym every day, because it's a part of your identity and routine and it's a mental health benefit, then go in and just do something recuperative. So maybe just jump on the suspension trainer for five, 10 minutes or do some mobility or a yoga class or something recuperative that will have you feeling better, not beat up. Exactly. And then the next day you have a great workout and you'd yep. be like, okay, maybe I do need a rest day. <laughs> Okay, question number four. Do you have cheat meals? I do not have cheat meals. I do not cheat on my missus, so I do not cheat on my meals. <laughs> I like to enjoy um, 
maybe what you would consider a cheat meal here and there, but it's really, it's just a refeed, which is just high carbohydrates. Like, um, I, I know some people glorify them thinking that you might build more muscle. I think more of it is if you were to think of a cheat meal, more like a refeed, which is just like high, higher carbohydrates or just like high calories back up to maintenance. If you're on a fat loss phase, um, it's just more psychological benefit to it than anything. It's like, okay, I know that I've been in the deficit all week. Now on the weekend, I know that I can have a little bit more calories just to fuel, fuel your body up more, um, replenish glycogen stores, and then you're ready for the next week. And that's fine. But calling it a cheat meal, I think psychologically could be bad because you're like, you're thinking that it's something, there's something wrong with what how you're eating right now. You're like, I'm just going to, cheat on my diet kind of thing it's just like no you're just going to have a nice meal that you normally wouldn't have but i can incorporate those nice meals throughout my week anyway so that's that's why i don't have them because it's it's too restrictive of like oh, i'm going to be so restrictive this whole week and then on saturday or sunday i'm going to have a massive cheat meal not track whatever and it gets into a bad patterning and that's where people can get caught out of like no nah, i'm so strict because you're like, no, nah, my cheat meals on Saturday, but you know, it's my missus birthday or my brother's birthday on Wednesday. I can't have my cheat meal then. You know, it's just like be a bit more uh, adult like. Yeah, I I fucking hate cheat meals. <laughs> that 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 term that terminology is atrocious. I like that you said I don't cheat on my missus, so why would I cheat on my diet? You wouldn't you wouldn't cheat on your partner and expect your relationship to work. So why would you cheat on your diet and expect it to work? Like it, the logic behind a cheat meal is outrageous. If you want to eat something higher calorie, then eat something higher calorie and don't label it. Like just just eat it, enjoy it for what it is and then just get back right on track. Like the the restricting mindset. Now I'm so passionate about this because I used to be like this. I used to restrict so hard Monday to Saturday and then on Sunday I would, Cheat day. Yeah, binge Mm. like crazy. And it gave me such a bad, bad relationship with food that still to this day, I occasionally struggle with. So the reason I'm so passionate about hating cheat meals and cheat days is because I've been there and I've been through it. And I know that it's a struggle still to this day. And I, I would like to think my relationship with food is pretty good and it's improving all the time. But man, man, I, I really, I really hate cheat meals. Like, yeah no don't 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 do cheat meals don't 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 cheat on your diet the the mindset the mindset around that is atrocious yeah call 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 it what it is it's just a delicious meal and you don't have to call it a cheat meal at all it's just like i'm just enjoying this meal and that's fine yeah you can work it in you can work absolutely any food into your diet as you will and even if you go over your calories it does not matter it does not matter. It's, you don't cheat on your diet. There's, there's no point whatsoever. It's just like, I'm just having this meal because I enjoy it. It needs to stop. Call it a refeed if you want. That's fine. You can have diet breaks if you want as well. Like, <laughs> But yeah. Call it for what diet. it is. It's a, deli- it's a, yeah, it's a delicious meal. Like, Call it for what it is. I'm enjoying this meal and then I'll get back on track tomorrow. Yep, but exactly. To, to, say, to say cheating is outrageous. So, and, and as you said, it, it implies something bad. Mm. You're not doing anything bad. You're just enjoying some food. Like, yeah, exactly. don't please, please don't do cheat meals that the mindset around it. And yeah, 
don't don't do it from both of us. <laughs> both of us, please don't do it. <laughs> Just incorporate it throughout the day, you know, if you want. Yeah, I, I, w- I would also argue that let's say on a Saturday you have um, a whole pizza, a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and a packet of some sort of lollies of some sort. I would argue that if you were to incorporate, let's say, half a pizza on two nights of the week, half of that tub of ice creams on two other nights of the week, and some of the lollies throughout the week and disperse your calories more evenly, it would probably be more beneficial for you than having this one big calorie dump of highly processed food all at the one time would be much better for your gut and digestive tract. Plus, you wouldn't feel like you're really restricted during the week. You're like, oh, I can allow myself to eat these things. And it's totally okay. It's not hindering my progress. So, yeah. Plus, you're probably going to eat more calories. Like, who's who's going to eat a whole pizza, ice cream, and chocolate in one sitting? You're going to go all in. You're going to be like, if I'm doing this, I'm eating more. So, you're probably going to eat more calories than if you just allowed yourself one cookie here or a slice of pizza here. Or You're probably going to consume less total calories doing it that way. Whereas, when it's that binge mentality and that cheat meal, you're like all gloves are off. I've got to eat as much calories as I can because I don't know when I'm going to get this food again. Yep, 100%. It's like even if you're doing like one meal a day or something, so I have this massive 5,000-calorie meal. She's like, yeah, yeah, don't do it, folks. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not smart. Give you a bad relationship with food, just like you said. And that's yeah, not what like we that. want here. We want a good relationship with food. We, we want to yeah. be able to eat all these kind of foods whenever you want as well. And if your goal is fat loss, then obviously there's going to be a little bit less. But if you're trying to gain weight, you can have a little bit more. It's it's not the fact that these foods are bad per se. It's just that you're having too many calories throughout the day if you're gaining weight. And that's fine. Like if you want to do that, that's fine. But yeah, calling it a cheat meal in my eyes and your eyes as well, just it's not, it's not, it's not healthy. So it needs to yep. stop. Yep. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> would not recommend top three would not recommend <laughs> all right so that's a wrap for today's q a episode if you want your questions answered in the future make sure you're following us at brain.body.movement at brad dapper and at brock underscore dalglish to ask us your questions now we just want to say thank you so much for listening to us if you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we would really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us again. We would also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers. <laughs>